Psalm 46, are you there? All right, let me, let me just, let me jump into this here. Uh, verse 7 says, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Glory to God. Be still and know that I am God. Verse 10. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. We read that verse 1 says God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. We will not fear. I want to talk about today. Just give me a few minutes just to give you because I've already loaded you up today. The Lord of hosts is with us. This is part two. Fear not. Fear not. Thank you, Lord, for the word. We're already in a mode to receive. Continue to speak, Lord. We will receive and we will heed and obey everything you say today. We pray in Jesus' name. So be it. Amen. amen. And amen. All right. All right. So we're going good here. 35 days. 55 days left. And we're not drawn back. I'll tell your neighbor, I'm not drawn back. Because this is the day of our peace. Right? We've been looking at Luke 19, 41, 42. Verse 42, Jesus, he was crying over the, over the city because he says, uh, you didn't know, the, know today the things that uh, make for your peace, your security, your safety, your prosperity, your happiness. So this is a day of us uh, enjoying the, the safety, security, prosperity, and happiness of God. It's our day. Glory to God. It's our moment. I remember uh, growing up, uh, I think I asked my wife this today. If you you got to be about 45 or so or more to remember this song. The song used to say, don't let this moment pass you by. Jesus is waiting with his arms open wide. He's willing to supply all of the needs. You remember this, Dwight? In your life. Take my advice. Don't let this moment pass you by. In other words, there's, there's moments when Jesus Christ is there. He said he's there. He's willing to supply. He's right there for us. And you, got, you and I got to make sure we don't miss this moment. And we, this, is, this 90 days is a moment. You understand that? That's just 90 days. In the terms of eternity, it's a moment. It's a moment where Jesus Christ is willing, his arms open wide, and he's willing to supply all the needs we have in our lives. So the songwriter said, take my advice. Take my advice. Don't let this moment pass you by. And so he's here for us and he's moving. And so we want to make sure that we continue to do what it takes to uh, see God move in our lives. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, we saw how this breakout last Sunday came to Obed-Edom's house. I'm skipping through some of this here. Obed-Edom in, in 2 Samuel 6, verse 11 and 12, we saw that the Bible says the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom, uh, blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. Verse 12 says that the people said it was blessed because of the ark of the Lord. Yes, sir. So he experienced uh, 90 days of blessing, 90 days of sudden breakouts, 90 days of suddenly, 90 days of supernatural turnaround in his life. And so what's happening in our lives is we're day 35 into 90 days of sudden breakouts, 90 days of uh, supernatural turnaround, 90 days of divine visitation. 
And we got to be careful to not let this moment pass us by. Amen. Amen. We celebrate for everybody else, but we want God to move in our own lives. I want God to move in my house. Amen. And so what happened for Obed-Edom, we said this last week, was that, remember we saw how the Bible called, called Jesus Christ the breaker? So the breaker showed up in his house. And the breaker will show up at your house. And when the breaker shows up, he turns everything around. He breaks every barrier. He breaks every limitation. He breaks every box that's been holding us in. He breaks the dam that's been holding back our prosperity. The dam that's been holding back our happiness. The dam that's been holding, holding back our healing. The dam that's been holding out our, our, our prosperity. He breaks it all open for us. He's doing that. These testimonies that we've been hearing, it's God, it's the breaker doing this for us. Hallelujah. And all I have to do, say all I have to do, is invite him into my situation. Make room for daddy. Give God a chance to show me how good he is. Great blessings, Psalm 34, verse 8, easy to read version. Great blessings belong to those who depend on him. How many of you depend on him? Wait, great blessings belong to you. Because the breaker is breaking through in our lives. So we said we gotta, you gotta let him in. Now I, I, I uh, mark this month. You know, this is this is uh, March, and in, in the world, in, at least in America, they call this March Madness because basketball season is about to end, and the uh, the tournament is about to start. Everybody's vying for a spot in the tournament, and everybody's vying to become to get to the to the Sweet 16, and then to the Elite Eight, and then to the Final Four. And somebody wants to be crowned as a champion of college basketball. We didn't, we're not calling it March Madness. We're calling this March Gladness. March Gladness. Joel chapter 2 verse 21 says, Fear not, be glad, and rejoice, for the Lord has done a Then the King James says, Fear not, be glad, and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. So I'm, in, I'm celebrating March gladness. Did you hear what I said? I'm celebrating March gladness. Nothing's going to get me in fear. Nothing's going to take away my gladness, my happiness. You can't steal my joy this month. You can talk about me much as you please. The more you talk, I'm going to bend my knees. I'm going I'm to stay in joy. I'm going to stay happy. Tell your neighbor, I choose to be happy. I refuse to be mad. I refuse to be upset. I refuse to be depressed. I refuse to be taken advantage of by the devil. I'm going to be glad. I'm going to be glad. I will be glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. glad for the Lord will do great things these testimonies man it's the Lord doing great things for his people every time you hear one you ought to just be all praise God and those of you who already testified don't stop No, remember, King, New King James said he has done marvelous things. King James says he will do great things. 
So celebrate for what he has done and then celebrate for what he will do. I have thanksgiving, but I also have expectation for what God will do in these remaining 55 days and beyond. This is our prosperity boot camp. Glory to God. Now, let's go right to our scripture here. In, um, back here in Psalm 46, because we're talking today about the Lord of hosts is with us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I told you Wednesday night we preached on this. The Lord of hosts is with us. That was part one. To beware of weariness and frustration. Beware. You ever seen a sign that beware of dog? Why? Because that dog, he's going to bite your head off. Right? The dog has teeth. So the Lord told us Wednesday night to beware of frustration and weariness. Because if you get frustrated during this time or become weary during this time, you will quit and miss out on what on the things that he will do. Because you're frustrated because I can't see what he has done. Well, look around you. You can see what he has done. So if he has done it, then he will do. The proof is right here that he has done and that he will do. God didn't bless these people and say, okay, I'm done. That's it. I'm out. I'm out of ideas. I can't. Uh, let's wait till next year till they, they trouble the water next year. No, God, what? God, the Bible says he is always mindful of us. Psalm 115. So he already has in mind what he wants to do in your life. <laughs> He's already got something in mind for you. He knows the plans and the thoughts that he thinks towards you. And so you got to be careful to not allow weariness and frustration to enter in. Because the devil wants to frustrate us and through attacks and through persecution and through pressure, through distractions, through... I know it's the truth. I know it's right. Because just as, just as sure as we got testimonies, we got some people here saying, hey, Pastor, man, listen. Come on, I guarantee you, 90% of your role will tell you this 35 days, Pastor. <laughs> it been rougher. But that doesn't change the fact that the breaker is coming to your house. That you will experience unusual manifest. Yeah, uh-huh. I caught that. I just caught that. So if there's going to be an unusual manifestation in, this, in the divine realm, the devil's going to try to bring unusual. That's why we saw last Sunday, while I'm preaching, the devil bring an unusual manifestation of his kingdom. So expect then that the devil try to bring an unusual manifestation out of his kingdom into your life. Well, that's, that's, that's worth the cost 
of admission right there. He's trying to turn us back. Why? Now listen to me. I shared this Wednesday night and I got to say it again. It's, it's no, no wonder the, the, the Lord had us just hit on that financial arena there here a few minutes ago. Because the financial arena is, is the devil's uh, last stronghold. It's, it's the final frontier for the body of Christ. Finances. Everybody say finances. Matter of fact, say money. Money is the, is the last stronghold of the enemy. It's, it's, the, it's the place that the body of Christ has to get to to really subdue his kingdom. Because his kingdom is built on money. The love of it is the root of all evil. Are you catching this? So his kingdom is built on money. And so that's the last stronghold that we got to take down is taking that money from him. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 10 verse 19 says money answers everything. Hallelujah. In the message translation, watch, no, God, I'd like to get, get the message translation for me, please. Media's on top of it, boy. We got our new system in place, too. So they're, they're learning it and they're on top of it. It says, laughter and bread go together and wine gives sparkles of life, but it's money that makes the world go around. Anybody disagree with that? No, money makes the world go around. Money makes the world go around. So since that's the case, that's the frontier that we have to, have to take, the stronghold that we got to take. And so one of the biggest areas, you've, these testimonies you've been hearing, I mean, there have been t healing, healing testimonies in these United days. We've, we've shared some. There have been things, you know, other things, but the most things you've been hearing is financial, it's money. Why? Because God's training us on how to get this money in here. So you're going to be like, we saw 10,000 extra come in, come in this month. We're going to be like, we saw 10,000 come in every week. Extra. Then you'll get to the point where you'll start seeing 10,000 every day, daily low. $10,000 every day. That's, that's a lot of money. That ain't no money. That's only $3.65 million a year. That's that quick math. That's only $3.65 million a year. On a leap year, that's $3.66 million a year. Bryce Harper just signed a contract with the Philadelphia Phillies to play right field, making $330 million for 10 years. 33 million a year. So 3.66 million dollars ain't no money. And that's for him to just play baseball. 182 games a year. 162 games a year. That means he's off for six months. So don't, don't look at these numbers like they're so fabulous, like they're so just outlandish. These numbers ain't nothing. And the enemy, see, baseball is part of art and entertainment. It's a mountain of influence that God needs us to take over. So money makes the world go around. Tell you that, but money makes the world go around. Stop faking like you don't know that. Money makes the world go around.
I dare you walking kissing cousins this afternoon with no money. And tell them bring you a plate. Eat it and walk out the door. Tell me what happened. Okay, money makes the world go around. I, 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 I thought of this is, you know, people, people talk about, well, well, you know, uh, it ain't all about money. You know, what about, what about your health? Yeah, I understand health. Guess what you need money for health? If you're going to mess with that system out there, you need some money. Because explain to me how in 1991, Irving Magic Johnson comes out and says, I have HIV. Tell me money don't move anything. He comes out in 91 and says, I have the HIV virus. And you look at it, this man... He gained weight, looking better, doing it. I mean, come on, what? Now, you know people, man, 91. Folk dropping like flies. Why? They broke. In other words, in the world, there's even some medicine, some treatment that your money can get. So let's stop pretending like money don't mean anything. Yeah. All right, now, now, since money makes the world go around, we have some good news. Psalm 46, verse 7 said, the Lord of hosts is with us. Are y'all seeing that? Now, y'all know the Lord of hosts is. He's a God of angel armies, but we also know him to be the Lord of financial transactions. Whenever you see Lord of hosts throughout the scripture in, in stories, you see where some kind of financial blessing, some kind of financial explosion took place whenever the Lord of hosts showed up. That's what happened to Obed-Edom. The ark of the Lord of hosts, that's who, that was his name, showed up. All of a sudden, he got blessed beyond comparison. So it says, watch verse 7, the Lord of hosts is with us. With us. He's with us. Y'all not catching. He's with us. He's not with them. He's with us. Which means, Christopher, we have a financial advantage over the world. The problem is, it takes us so long to get a revelation on what they realize. But once we get the revelation, he's with us. He's not with them. God's on my side. So he said, fear not. So you and I aren't supposed to have any financial fears whatsoever. No fear of running out. Stated by faith, I have no fear of running out. Say it again and let, let your faith speak. I have no fear of running out. Say, I have faith for running over. The Lord of hosts is with me. Did you catch that? He's on my side. If the Lord of hosts is with me, then I've got it made. Are you catching this here? There's nothing in this world that Financially, now we, we, we can cover every area. I'm talking about finances, though. Y'all understand this here. 
So there's nothing in this world that can come against me that my Lord of hosts can't handle. I, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if your pockets have nothing in it but lint. If the Lord of hosts is with you. Y'all not hear me. My, when we go to a restaurant, my wife, my children, my family, most times my wife don't even take a purse or wallet or nothing. My kids, they don't take their personal wallets, and they, they have money. My kids have money. They, they have real money. Not their own money with their name, with their picture on it, but it's, it's, it's their money. <laughs> They're not there yet. But they don't, they don't take a wallet or purse with them or nothing. You know why? The father of, 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 of money is with them. Y'all better catch what I'm saying to you. They don't go there worried about how, I mean, my kids taught me a long time ago. They, they trained us right out of poverty because they didn't, they didn't seem to mind how much stuff cost. We go sit in a restaurant, man, and you know, I'm, I'm looking for the chicken. Ain't nobody know what I'm talking about. I'm looking for the chicken because the chicken is the cheapest thing on the menu. I'm looking for the chicken. Show me, show me that chicken special right there. Boom. They go on looking for what a crab cakes. Crab cakes? And the Holy Ghost is like, don't you say nothing. Don't you say nothing. They ain't paying for this. Don't you say nothing. Crab cakes. I'm ordering the chicken. You know what I'm saying? The, the boneless, skinless chicken. Just not, not for health. Because it's cheap. Am I, y'all know what I'm talking about. We go, they, they go order, you know, these kids, they a oh, slab of baby back ribs. I'm getting the chicken. Don't you say nothing. They, it's something that they realize that I didn't have a revelation on. They realize that daddy going to take care of this bill. And they didn't ask how much. What was our limit? Come on, some of y'all know you go to a restaurant with somebody and you say, you say uh, hey, I'm paying, I'm taking you out to eat today. And so, so you make sure you let them order first. Because based on what you order, then I'm going to adjust my order down. And... I'll have the chicken. Um, I'm just going to have a salad. I remember, I remember this, this, was years, this was years ago, like high school. My first date. My wife's not going to mad at us. My first date, I went to high school. And uh, yeah, I went to high school. My, my, my first date, and this girl, this girl, we went, went to the restaurant, and she ordered a steak. I was like, Lord. What I ordered? Let me just have a salad, a little side salad. I did. I'm like, hold this one thing. You know we ain't together now, boy. That girl on the state. <laughs> you tried the system. First time I. You got to work your way up the state. 
Come on, am I right about it? You got to work your way up the state now. You should have started with a salad. Work your way up. Hey, but when you're with God, the Lord of hosts is with you. He wants you to be able to order what you want. That didn't go over too well on this side. I'm going to this side. He wants you to be able to order whatever you want and not look at the prices. The Lord of hosts is with you. Oh, boy. Glory to God. Can I go back to verse 1? God is our refuge. Now, we already know the, we're talking about the Lord God of hosts, right? So, the, the, God is our refuge and strength. That strength is material, it's physical, it's social, it's political. It's strength. God is our refuge and our strength a very present help in trouble. Now that trouble is general. So it doesn't matter what kind of trouble you're talking about here. But can I talk about financial trouble? Has anybody ever been in financial trouble? Let me see your hands if you've ever been in financial trouble. Put your hands down. Now I'm going to ask if you're in financial trouble now. Don't put your hand up. Just blink your eyes two or three times. You're in financial trouble right now. In other words, could you use a little bit of help, Lord? I can... I can use a little extra. I need a very present help in my financial situation. And it says to us, he is a very present. Present is good. Present. Jehovah Shammah. Shammah, Jehovah Shammah, means the ever-present God. He's always there. Tell your neighbor, he's always there. Oh, God's always there. When you can't see him, he's always there. When you don't feel him, he's always there. The devil wants to convince you that he's not there. But the Bible says God is. It didn't say he will be. It didn't say he was. It said he is. Right now, all the time, he is a very present help in trouble so he's present but you know how many of y'all have ever ever been in trouble and people was present but they couldn't do jack they couldn't do anything they were present I'm with you I just want you to know I'm with you anything you need let's let me know I'm here for you Y'all ever heard it before? I'm, I'm here for you. I'm with you. Right, but you, you, you got a $10,000 problem, and they say, but I'm here with you, though. But when, it's, when he's very present, he's going beyond just being present to being actively present. How many of y'all have a new King James Bible? 
a good one. Now, if you look at that word very present, if you have a good Bible, there's a little one or something by it. If you look in your little margin, your center column reference, whatever you have, it'll say an abundantly available help. You got to get you a good Bible here. You can't use a Gideon at the hotel. You got to take that back to the hotel. I'm, I'm just, I'm messing, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. No, that's, that's a good Bible. I'm just not sure why you're missing it. Looks like a good Bible. Oh, that's a parallel? Oh, yeah, they don't do all that in a parallel. Yeah, that's true, yeah. That's a really good Bible there. But notice it says, and abundantly available. Did you catch that? God is abundantly available. Or his, his abundance is available. Oh, gee whiz. God's abundance is available in your trouble. Oh, Jesus. That means that it doesn't matter how big the trouble is. It can be a $5 trouble. It can be a $500 trouble. It can be a $5,000 trouble. A $5 million trouble. And it doesn't matter. He has, his abundance is available to me. That means whenever God helps, his help is going to be abundant help. Did you catch that? That means his help is going to go beyond your level of need. You want God to help you. See, if you, if you wait on folk to help you, then you got to get a bunch of folk together. I'm talking about depending on the level of your trouble. Now, if you just, got, you just need $5 to you know, make it through the afternoon, then you can get one person. But you know, you ever see these people, they on, they, they on, you run into them at the gas station, and you know how the guy the other day at the gas station, he asked me, hey, hey man, bro, hey, you, you got, you can get, I can get 50 cent. And I'm like, what 50 cent gonna do for you, man? You can't buy no, no quart for 50 cent. God, I know you're ready to go buy a quart, right? Y'all know what a quart is? Because y'all looking like, what is a quart? I'm so saved. I'm so, so proud of y'all. Y'all like y'all don't know what a quart is. They, they really look like they're, what is a quart? I'm not talking about no quart of buttermilk either. I'm talking about a quart, a quart, quart. I tell you what, when you leave it, go to one of the corner stores and ask him for a quart. See if they bring you buttermilk or some old English. Not a quart. Brown paper bag. So what is it? No, man, you take take this money here. Whatever. In other words, other words, when God helps, He's gonna help you above what you need. And notice it says he, he, He's an abundantly available. He's always available. His uh, his uh, his uh, his his help is abundant. His his abundance is available. Always. Therefore, we will not fear. Oh, look at you. Y'all gotta look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at verse 2. Therefore, therefore, I ain't never scared. I have zero financial fears. This is what I was trying to help Gigi with the other day. 
See, if you make your money that's in your account your help, the devil will find a way to just... He'll make sure that engine in that car. What? The check engine light will come on. Battery. Tire blow out or something on it. Your roof start leaking at your house. AC go out. You can't have the AC go out in Florida, man. Are you hearing this here? See, he, he gonna, the devil going to make sure because he knows, he knows. That's your comfort zone. But when you understand that you have God's help, God's abundance available to you, then you don't, you're not trying to hold. Now, I'm not telling anybody don't save. I'm not telling anybody don't save. I'm not telling you it's wrong to have money accumulated. God wants you to have money accumulated. But I'm talking about he doesn't want you to put your trust in that. He wants you to always make him your help. The Lord is my helper. He wants you to boldly be able to say, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to me. The Lord is my helper. Glory to God. Glory to God. So he's available. Well, who? The Lord of hosts. He's our very present help in trouble. Very present. Abundantly available help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear no matter what. Look, it says, he said, therefore, we will not fear even though the earth be removed. Oh, my God. Though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Boy, with all this global warming, boy, things going to just fall off into the ocean. Boy, oh, my God. We running out of water. We running out of daylight. We running out of, out of kerosene. We running out of candles. We running out of Cheetos. We ain't got nothing left. We just running everything. We running out, Lord. We ain't got no chicken. We, I went to McDonald's the other day. They ain't had no chicken strips. Lord, they ain't got a chicken strip, Lord. Every, we running out of everything. We running out. But this man says, I will not fear no matter what. Why? Because the Lord of hosts is with me. Glory to God. Verse 3. Verse 3. Though the waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, say Lord. Now pause and calmly think about that. What, what has you afraid? What are you afraid of? Brother Copeland used to say this. He still says it, I'm sure, but I heard it from him. That, that when, you, when you talk, when people get into all kind of strife, uh, financially, uh, relationally, uh, whatever it is, there's fear at the root of it. The question is, the question you got to answer is, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? You want to argue with me? What you what you afraid of? Some you want to keep a secret from me? What what are you, what are you afraid of? That's the bottom line answer that you got to come up with is, what are you afraid of? This knot in your stomach. What are you afraid of? Well, you ain't come home on time. What are you afraid of? You spent too much money. Well, what are you afraid of? 
That's what happened to me when my wife wanted them chicken and, chicken and pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid that we were going to run out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a budget man. I am. I got a cape and a mask and everything. It's got dollar signs on it. I'm budget man. Here I come to save the day. What it is is budget man, I was afraid. So fearful of running out. And what person, when, what, listen to me, listen, this is good, D. It's good. A person who has that kind of fear tries to control other people. That's worth the price of admission. Why? Why? Because I'm afraid. I'm, I'm talking about watch. Watch. That kind of fear, I'm, I'm, I don't want to let everybody in my house. Well, what are you afraid of? What are they going to see? What? What you afraid of? <laughs> That's y'all. But y'all singles, but listen to me, y'all singles. We were at, we were at the, my son plays basketball at the uh, at the Y, and uh, at the Y. There's this lady out there, she's kind of special. You ever meet special people? Special. She's special. She's different. And uh, so we've watched her all season. She just comes and just kind of just does a little special thing out there while we're all just watching it. We're like, praise the Lord. She's special. Starts dancing, you know, praise dancing right in the middle of her. All right. So yesterday is the last game of the season. And we walk up and we see her. There she is. And she's uh, just doing her special stuff. And we're like, praise the Lord. She's already putting on a show. I mean, she really put on a show yesterday, too. And so then our game started. So we're sitting there in the stands. And so all of a sudden she comes from where, wherever she was and walks and comes sits right there by us on our road. We're like, praise. I'm like, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's a special day. But then I look up and here comes this guy walking and he looked just as special. Cuz I'm watching cuz you know I'm, I'm security man too. I'm budget man but I'm also security man and my family sitting right there. This guy come walking I'm like, "All right. What?" I got my hand ready on my money clip. <laughs> Hit it. Pop. He come walking. So I'm thinking he walking over to us. He walks right past us and goes sit with the special girls. Now they all hugged up. I'm saying, oh my God. Oh my God. So I pull my camera out, my phone. <laughs> Click. Y'all ain't gonna believe it. And all the problem is, the bad part, my flash was on. I ain't know my flash was on. We're like, Click. Ah. Wow. 
say, whoa, somebody for everybody. I said, I got to go to church tomorrow and ask all my singles, what is the problem? Somebody special for you too. God got your special man, your special woman. What are you afraid of? Why won't you let anybody get close to you? What are you guarding? What are you trying to protect? Oh, the anointing. It ain't the anointing you're trying to protect. No, it ain't the anointing. It ain't no protecting. You ain't trying to protect the anointing. Is some little, some little scar, some little pain, some little thing you got that you assume all men are like that or all women are like that. Not all men are not, not like that. Not all women are like that. But you're trying to protect yourself because you have your own fear. My Lord, my Lord. Oh, that's all the time we got. That's all the time. We out of time. We out of time. God got somebody special for you. Um, I, I, I literally forgot what I was talking about before I went over there. Oh, fear. Fear. So, verse 2, 46, verse 2, therefore we will not fear. Why? The Lord of hosts is with me. Therefore, we will not fear. Fear paralyzes you from enjoying the beauty of his abundantly available help. God has enough help for every one of us, no matter what we face, that we don't have to sit there and fear. I'm back on finances right now. So it doesn't matter what you're facing. It doesn't matter. The devil want to tell you, Gigi, if you pay that thing off, then you, you ain't going to never have that kind of money again. You're going to have that kind of money again. You're going to have plenty more where that came from. Plenty of money. You've been used to plenty of money. All right, now, let me finish right here. So refuse the fear. Everybody say, I refuse the fear. No matter what's happening. Let me, let me share this, this last part with you. I, we'll, we'll try to get into this more on Wednesday night. Y'all going to be here Wednesday night? Now, I shared this a little bit on Wednesday morning because you got to see this. So, refuse to fear. John 14, 27. I just want you to see something here. John 14, 27. My goodness. I believe it's going to be some, some, some breakthrough relationships in these last 55 days. 55 days. Got a double nickel working here, boy. We got 55 days worth of maybe some suddenness, man. God can do anything. God can, God can get you hooked up and married in 55 days. That don't, it don't take God long. Huh? I don't believe that. Ask Isaac. Ask Isaac. When God had some woman set up for Isaac named Rebecca showed up, Isaac looked up and said, oh, my Lord.
He was lonely. She said, I'll marry you. And she married him. I'll marry you. She married a prince too. He was a prince. Wasn't he a prince? He was a prince. Had his own money. And she got married. Are you in John 14, 27? Therefore, we will not fear. All right. You got John 14, 27. Media, y'all stay at John 14, 27. Media, put, uh, put Psalm 46, verse 1 back up. Y'all just give me just five more minutes. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Therefore, we will not fear. So God is a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Therefore, we will not fear. Now, I want you to hear something here when I say this. Fear is a choice. They said, therefore, we will not fear. Will. Will. When he uses the word will, that means it's an act of your will. Your soul is involved in that, which means you have a choice. Your soul, your mind, will, and your emotions. We will not fear. That means fear, being afraid, is a choice. You don't have to be afraid of anything. Now, there are scary things the devil will bring into your life, but it's up to you whether you get scared or not. Now, see, in the world, they, 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 they don't realize that. The world don't realize that. They never realize that because the world system is based on fear. The world system is based on fear. I was reading the other day in, this, in the money section, and they were talking about nine things indicators in your life that you're financially stable and six out of nine is dealing with insurance. I'm like, dog. <laughs> I mean, one was like having a checking account. Having a checking account shows you on the way to being financially stable. Everybody have a checking account? Okay, you, you can't use Amscot for your checking account. Get a checking account. You're being robbed, okay? But six out of the nine was about insurance. Why? Because the whole system lives on fear. So the world don't realize this. But you and I have a choice whether to be afraid or not. Therefore, we will not fear. Everybody say, I will not fear. No matter what. So go back to John 14, 27, please. John 14, 27. All right? John 14, 27, which says, Jesus says this, let. He starts out with the word let. He says, uh, I'm sorry. Peace I leave with you. I'm thinking about John 14, 14, 1. John 14, 1. Throw that up there real quick. Glory to God. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Let. The implied uh, uh, subject here is you. You don't let your heart be troubled. Now go back to verse 27, please. John 14, 27. Peace. I leave with you. Now remember that peace we saw was security, safety, prosperity, and happiness. So he said, security, safety, prosperity, and happiness, I leave with you. My peace. My peace. This is his abundantly available peace. I give to you, not as the world gives. Lord, how does the world give peace? 
Well, we're going to drink. That'll, you know, settle my nerves down. You, what you need now is some CBD oil. Come on now, y'all. Yeah, like y'all know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's legal weed. They're doing Mary Jane now. There's all kind of ways of just to cover. Kratom. We're going to sell each other down now. And just, that's, that's that fake peace. Jesus said, no, not as the world gives. You know, there's also a piece of church gives, too. The church, the church, the piece of church gives is a fake piece, too. What kind of piece of the church give, Pastor? Is this piece? When you're going through hell and high water, they say, don't worry, one of these days is all gonna be over. You're gonna be in heaven with, with God. One day we're gonna all be in heaven, you're gonna get a new body. You're gonna get a mansion up on high. Don't, don't worry about the fact that Sheriff's putting you out of your house. One day you're gonna have a mansion up on high. That's that's peace the church gives. Don't worry, you ain't got clothes that fit you and your kids ain't got no clothes, ain't got no shoes. Don't worry, one day you're going to get a brand new robe over in glory. Peace the world gives, peace the church gives. He said, no, neither one of those. He said, the peace I give you is security, safety, prosperity, and happiness. Now watch what he says. He says, I give you that. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I better stop here. I don't lost half of y'all. Y'all sleep. Um, neither let it. No, I'll finish here. Neither let it be afraid. So being afraid is controlled by me. Not by God. Not by Satan. Not by the world. Not by the circumstance. It's controlled by me. So I can choose to be afraid. Or I can choose to be courageous. Now why don't I want my, why, why do they say don't let your heart be troubled? Neither let it, your heart, be afraid. Because you just said, huh? Okay. I heard, I heard a lot. Out of your heart conditions of life, what'd you say? That's why all issues are. Okay, y'all said the same thing. Okay, good. Good. Wonderful. Wonderful. But watch what Jesus said. Jesus said, men's hearts fail them for fear. He said, men's hearts fail them for fear. I got a heart condition. Yep. You know what's causing it? How's oh, all that red meat you're eating? It ain't the red meat. It ain't the red meat. It ain't the red meat. Depression makes the heart stoop. Anxiety in the heart causes depression, which is rooted in fear. Jesus said men's hearts fail them for fear. So there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, an emotional failing for fear, which means you, you know, you just quit, you give out, you just stop taking care of yourself. You know, just get depressed. But there's also a physical failing of the heart. And what causes physical hearts to fail? 
I got three fears. The rest of y'all thinking, well, it's because of all the cigarettes. No. <laughs> Jesus said men's hearts. See, I'm going to believe Jesus. See, I'm talking about spiritual realities as opposed to what y'all have been taught by natural realities. I'm talking about spiritual realities. Jesus said, when, see, when he says it, he trumps Dr. So-and-so and Dr. Who-and-so. He trumps the surgeon, uh, surgeon General. He said men's hearts fail them for fear. As a matter of fact, I read an article. This, well, I didn't read the article. I saw the headlines enough. I wasn't that interested. Um, Jada Pickett Smith, Will Smith's wife, he had a heart attack skydiving. Her, her dad, her dad rather, had a heart attack skydiving. Why? His heart was just fine on the ground. Walking around, having a good time, heart just fine. Jump out of a plane. Oh, this is a bad idea. You can't get back in the plane. You can't, the plane gone, you can't get back in. Boom, had a heart attack. Men's hearts fail them. That's the reason why they tell you we get on these roller coasters. Are you hearing me? So Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, you don't need a roller coaster. You don't need to get on, what's one of the roller coasters they got there? Chikra. Sometimes the devil will put you on a financial shikra. Some, some people, some have been on, on the financial python. You know what a python does? A python squeezes the life out you. The devil put a financial squeeze on you so tough, he tries to squeeze the very life out of you financially. It's a financial python. I used to, you know, I, I used to laugh when I used to hear people say, you know, the python spirit in the body of Christ. But somebody got the python spirit. Till I actually found it a, uh, a few months ago, I found it. I'm like, oh, that's a real spirit. I was, I was cracking on people. People told me I was python spirit. Just again, I found it. It's real. The Bible talks about a python spirit. One, one of the words, the Greek word is pythion. It's python. That's for real. There's a spirit that will try to choke the life out of you. And he hits you in your finances. Why? Because money makes the world go around. You know it. Has anybody ever experienced, felt like you've been in a python spirit trying to choke life out of you? So you know I'm telling the truth here. But when the breaker comes, the breaker breaks that python up off you. Yeah. Chops his head off. Yeah. Severs his head. So you can function. So you got to make sure, make up in your mind, you will not fear. Say, I will not fear. No matter what. That means it doesn't matter what obstacle. How many of y'all in the 30 days you've got like a new bill or new debt that reappears? Something like this in it? Look at that. People are like, where'd that come from? 90 days, supposed to be getting delivered. And here come a new one. And it, what, what is that? Hey, it's the Python spirit. It's the devil trying to choke you and get you afraid financially. If he gets you afraid, you won't believe God for the manifestation of it. 
You got to rest in this. I'm done. The Lord of hosts, the Lord of financial transactions is with us. He's with me. He's with me. If God be for us, who, what can be against me? No matter what the devil does, what he says, what he tries to bring against me, I can't lose. I've got the victory. And I've got financial victory. I've got marital victory. I've got physical victory. I've got emotional victory. I've got victory in my prayer life. Anybody ever felt like the Python spirit is trying to choke you out on your, on your prayer life too? I got the victory there too. See, I ain't by myself, am I? Some of y'all, he choked you out. You ain't even trying to pray no more. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. You ain't got to raise your hand, but tell the truth. It's not hard to tell. It's not hard to tell when we watch you. You know, you've been, you've been, the devil, he, he don't choke you out. Good thing God gives life to the dead. And you can start right back up. Amen? Let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, we, we thank you for you because you took us all around the world. You took us in a totally different direction and you divinely interrupted and uh, saw fit to teach us some things and bring some things to light for us. Some of the things we, maybe we didn't know, some things we knew and maybe forgot. But Lord, we recognize that in this time, in this moment, you are leading us and guiding us up, out, and into, up out of the bondage, up and out of all the slavery, up and out of all the depression, up and out of all the, the, the pressure, up and out of all the, the, the defeat, and into our wealthy place, into our place of victory, into our determined destiny. And I thank you, Father, that, Lord, you have never left us, nor, nor will you ever forsake us. Thank you, Father, that when we're in trouble of any sort, you are our very present help, our abundantly available help. And now, Father, I pray that each and every one of us today will walk out of here knowing that we have the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Walk out of here knowing that we have the presence of the Holy Spirit. Walk out of here knowing, God, that you, the Lord of hosts, you are with us. You are with us. You are with us. You are with us. We're not alone. And God, since you're with us, we have no fears. Thank you, Father. For the testimonies we've heard today, for the great things you are doing, thank you for the marvelous things you have done. Thank you, Father, that you will continue to work your plan and work your will in our lives and bring your counsel to pass for your people. Thank you for 35 days of unusual manifestation, unusual prosperity. We recognize that God, even in this time, there have been unusual attacks, unusual, there's been unusual pressure, there's been unusual manifestation from the enemy, but Lord, we will not quit. We are not of those who draw back, but we are of those who go forward to the saving of the soul. We'll not let the devil get us to quit. We'll not let weariness make us quit will not let frustration make us quit. God will continue, will continue, 
We will continue, Lord. You say you have no pleasure in those who draw back. So we will not draw back. We will continue, God, until there's a full manifestation of everything you've laid out for us. I thank you. Today, I take authority over that python spirit that's been putting a stranglehold on the finances of these your people. I cut his head off. Thank you, Father, that even when I praise, our praise puts Satan under our feet. And your word said, Father, in Romans 16, verse 20, you said that the God of peace, you the God of prosperity, you the God of felicity, you the God of happiness, will crush Satan under our feet shortly. So God, thank you, Lord, that you are not just the breaker, but you're the crusher. You're the crusher. And you will crush Satan under our feet. I speak peace, safety, security, prosperity, and happiness into every home, into every family, into every single person, every married person, every uh, business person, every student. No matter what situation we're in, I speak and release the peace of God in every situation. You said, Father, for us to uh, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to let our requests be made known to you. And the God of peace, the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard our hearts and minds through our Lord Jesus Christ. So let your peace guard us. Keep us from all fear and of all evil. We thank you. We give you praise and glory and all the honor we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. If you agree with that, shout amen. 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 Put those hands together and give God a great hand of praise today for the word that you have.